We pick it up from the bottom of Kov Chov Dalid, Ahmed Bey's five lines from the bottom. Just one announcement if anyone wants, whoever doesn't watch the video and only likes um, audio. The Shiram also will be on a podcast from now on in case there's any turn anytime issues. You can find it by searching Clear and Concise Daf Yemi on all platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. In case that makes people's lives easier. Um, that's the important point is to make sure that we all learn together. Let's pick it up from the bottom over here. Kachotalam and Bez, five lines to the bottom. Amar Yudah, Amar Shmuel, Megufas, Chavis, Shenechtecha, Mutter, Latatl, Vishabis. We have a barrel that breaks and the lid pops off. The lid pops off of the barrel. Am I allowed to move the lid on Shabbos? Says Rav Yehuda Mershmo, you let him move it. Tanam Yochi went to the brayz and Megufa Shenechzcha. He Vishavirehol. He and it's it and it's broken apart. It's with the Shabbos. Says the Gemara. V'lo Yisus Menu Shever. However, do not repair, do not fix the broken part. Lachazis Bos Akli to cover up a Akli. V'lisuch Bob Bikari Mita or to use this broken piece to put underneath the bed to support the bed. Vim Zarka Ba'ashba Aser. But as soon as you throw this item in the garbage, then it is Aser. Then it becomes Muk. So, so the price, the way that we have it right now says, you have an item, it breaks, you're allowed to move it, you're allowed to use it, but the moment that you throw it in the garbage, then it is muksa. Says, says the Gemara, Masalara Papa, Miata Zarkli, Liklima, Khanami Dazer. If you take up your jacket, you throw it in the garbage on Shabbos, it becomes muksa. Of course not. It's a kli, it's a full kli. Why is it muksa? Answers the Gemara, Elamara Papa, moving on to Kukhareya Mralif, Im Zarka Mibayoim Lashba Surah. No, it doesn't mean that you threw it there on Shabbos. If you throw it there during the day, if you throw it there on uh, Friday before Shabbos, that's the case that's going to be forbidden. Amar bar hamduri amar shmol shal machseles the shreds of the reeds, the little pieces of the side of the reed mats. Says the Gemara mutzal tafsel b'Shabbos. You're to move those on Shabbos. My time, amar rav bar hamduri hamduri azvar gufa l'may chazia. What is a mat? What is a reed mat used for? Lechsui be'afra to cover over dirt. This also as well is used to cover over the dirt and therefore it's not going to be muksa. Why is it not going to be muksa? Because it has a normal usage like the mat itself on Shabbos. Says the Gemara seven lines down. The remnants of a talis, the remnants of a garment. You're not allowed to move them on Shabbos. Something that we've seen many times. A patch, a small little garment that's less than three fingers by three fingers. Why? Shearing to that level is not chazi for anything. Obviously, if at that level it would be fitting, if at that level once it would be larger, then it would be fit for usage by Ani or Nasher, and that's the reason why it would not be muksa. But once it's very small, then it has no usage, and then it will be muksa. Says the Gemara, the two dots, eight lines down, Tanarabon, Shivrei Tanur Yashan. The broken pieces of an old tanner. They have a thin like a regular kilin. holds. We have a broken oven. We're gonna have to see exactly what this means. Says Rameir, it is not moksa. You let him move it. Rav Yehuda, you're not allowed to move it. It's moksa. So whether a broken oven, the shvarim, the broken piece of an oven, whether it's moksa or not. Hey, Rav Yosi testified in the name of Lazvin Yaakov al Shivrei Tan or Yashan. The same case that we're talking about. Shani Talvishabis that you're allowed to yes move them. 
on Shabbos, Valkisu Yoi, and on its covering, Shein Yitzarev Bisiad, it doesn't need a handle, the covering of the oven, you let it move on Shabbos. But Micah Mifkli says the Gemara, what is the Machlaikis? We have Machlaikis over here between Rav Meir and Rav Yehuda, whether there's broken pieces of the oven, Rav Meir says you're, allowed, you're not allowed to move it. I'm sorry, you're yes, allowed to move it. They should have looked at my notes. And Rav Yehuda says, it is muksa. You are not allowed to move it. What is the machlek? It says the Gemara. We have a bunch of attempts. First attempt of the Gemara says the Gemara. Amr Abaye, but also me'ain melacha, ve'in also me'ain melachton. Concept that we've seen that there's something called that we have an item and it breaks. Is the broken pieces able to do something similar to the original item? Me'ain melacha, similar to the original melacha. Then there's me'ain melachton, its own melacha. So Rashi over here speaks out that these broken shards of the oven could do me'ain melacha. They could cover over something, but could they do me'in melachton? They cannot be used to bake. So what is the deal? What is the deal? What is the din with this item that could do me'in melacha, but not me'in melachton? Says the Gemara, that is the machlekes. Vazer of Yudah l'tamei, v'rameir l'tamei. And both of Yudah and Rameir go to accordance to his own reasoning. Rameir holds, you don't need be'in melachton. You don't need an item that breaks to do something similar to its original usage. And therefore, according to Rameir, it's not going to be moksa. Even though it can't be used originally, it was oven that bakes, and now it can't be used to bake. Anymore, some books are reviewed that says the opposite. No, something has to be fit to be used for its like its original usage, and therefore, since here it cannot, therefore, it has to be mok. So that's the machlekes. Maskula Rava Rava's bothered. First white line. Why is the machlekes in this price of mayor and Rabbi specifically said by a broken oven? This has nothing to do with an oven. This is a regular machlekes by Shivrei Kalim and any kelim that breaks. So why specifically do they argue by a broken oven? Balma. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. This is the second shot. First was Abai. Now we have Rava. The broken pieces of a certain specific tanner, like we learned it, and we learned it in Mishnah. You take the walls of a tanner and you put it on the sides of the wall or the sides of a cistern. A dos is, Rashi explains, a, a bar is in the ground, a cistern is on top of the ground. Minosan sham evin, and here's the picture rendered by Arskel, thank you. And Nosan sham evin, and you put a stone there to hold the pot. Again, you take the pot, the oven, and you use it to sit it there, and then you put a stone to wedge it in. So have you daimer immasik milmatu, nosik milmalo, tommy. If you can use like a regular oven, that means what? That you put the fire in the bottom and it can be heated on top like a regular oven. It's Tomei, meaning as a dinner of a Kaylee and it's going to be Makabal Tomei. If it cannot be used like a regular oven, meaning it's an insufficient oven, because the heat escapes, because it's not a good oven, tar, it's not going to be mikavot tama. The chachamim ayimrim kamlon. The chachamim, the chachamim say hoyel vehusak, hoyel vehusak. Since you lit with him, my taima. I'm sorry, hoyel vehusak mikol makom tamei lemais. At the end of the day, you're using it as an oven, whether it's sufficient, whether it's insufficient, but it's going to be tamei. So says the Gemara. What is this machlek? Because again, we have this case. We have this oven that's sitting on top of a bar. It's sitting on top of a pit. A rock is wedged in to hold on the oven. Says the Gemara. Michael Mifli, what is the machlekes? They're arguing about this pasuk again. We have a machlekes in this brisa between the Tanakama, the Rabbanon, and Rav Yehuda. And obviously, let's keep track. This is going to eventually come back to being the explanation in the machlekes. Is Rameir and Rav Yehuda says the Gemara. What is this machlekes in this brayz between the Rabbanon and Rav Yehuda? By Quran, the following pasuk. What does the pasuk say? Tanur v'kirayim yutzatz to meim heim a oven or 
a stove, a different type of oven, shall be demolished, yutzatz, it should be broken up, temeimeim, then it's going to be tamei. And then the pasuk continues, v'temeim yulachem, and it'll be tamei to you. So obviously this double wording, this uh, extra words in the pasuk, is we're going to darshan. Rav Yudah Safar, Rav Yudah holds, mechusar nitzitza tamei. An item that is lacking being demolished, that's a double negative, an item that needs to be demolished, meaning a full item, an item that is a regular built keli, that is going to be tamei, that's going to be kabul tama. And that's why in this case, it has to be yutzatz, it has to be destroyed because the oven is attached firmly. Therefore, it's going to be mekabel tama shein mechusar nitzita. If it does not lack demolishing tar, and then it's going to be tar, and that's the reason why. And our view to learn this out of the pasuk of Tanar Vikirayim Yutzatz. So once it's going to be attached to the ground, once you build in this oven, it's going to be mekabel tama because at this point it has to be demolished. V'rabbanu and Savri, and what do the rabbanu hold? Temeim yulachem. It is tamei mikol makayim. In all cases of this oven, whether it's attached firmly or not, the rabbanu don't care. It's going to be considered an oven, and it's going to be mekabel tama. V'rabbanu nami yaksev yutzatz. What did the rabbanu do? The first part of the pasuk. The first part of the pasuk seemingly taught us that only when it's attached firmly. Says the Gemara, he leidachis. They need it the other way. The Salgadet Chamin, I would have had a Havamina the other way. Kimon the Chavi Ba'ara, because since this oven is connected to the ground, I would have thought that maybe it's what has the din of a ground. And we know ground is not Makabel Toma. Kamash Malan. So what's the Chedesh over here? The Chedesh over here is that it's going to, yes, be Makabel Toma. So we need an extra passage of Tanar Vikirayim Yutzat to teach me at that level. So that is the Machlach. So what is the view to do with the passage of Tameim Yulachem? Nami. Different din. The whole machlaik is, is of the first heating, the first time you use the oven, which firmly strengthens the oven. But once the oven is used, the second and subsequent usage of the oven, even if it's hanging on the neck of a camel, meaning it's not connected to the ground, it's still going to be according to the Rabbanon, who are you? It's going to be Mechabal Tomah. So machlaik is of here, Rav Yudah and Rabbanan, let's get things straight. Rav Yudah learned to have a time of Yikirayim Yutzatz, that's because that needs to be Yutzatz, that's to be demolished. Therefore, only an oven that's connected to the ground firmly is going to be Mechabal Tomah. If it's not connected firmly, it will not be Mechabal Tomah. What do we do with the part of the Pasuk to make Says Rav Yudah, that teaches us that it the first time that it's used, it has to be connected to the ground. But all subsequent usages were not. The Rabbanon say the exact opposite. Tamei Mulechan teaches me, it is always Makabal Tama. It is always Tama, even if it's hanging off of the camel. What's Tana Rikirayim? Utah is teaching me a Chilish the other way. You would have thought it's not Makabal Tama because it's attached to the ground. Kamash Malan, that it is. So what do we see? So what does this have to do with Armach Legas, Rameir, and Rabbi Yudah? So again, Rameir, who said that this item is not Muksa, he's going to hold like the Rabbanon, that it's always going to be a Makabal Tama. It's always going to be a Kli. Anything that is a Kli, it's not going to be Muksa. It's going to be a regular Kli. Therefore, even when it breaks, that's the Chesed Rabbanan. Even when it breaks, as a din of an oven, it's going to be Makabal Tom. It's not going to be, it's going to, yes, be Makabal Tom, therefore, it will not be Moksa. Whereas Rav Yehuda is going to hold what? That this oven is not a Kli. It's not a Kli unless it's attached to the ground. And therefore, similarly, when it breaks, the Shvarim, the broken shards, will, yes, be Moksa. So the Machlik is that Rav Yehuda holds its Moksa, and Rav Meir holds its not Moksa. It's going to be this Machlik, and this price that Rav Yehuda holds it is only an oven when it's attached to the ground. Rav Meir holds it, the Rabbanan holds it. 
it's not, even an oven when it's not attached to the ground. So so why are you discussing in Machlekes, again, back in our Machlekes, the Braisa, Tanur Rabbanan, seven lines on the top, eight lines on the top, why did we have a Machlekes or made of Yud in a broken oven? Why did they just argue by, argue by an oven itself? Says the Gemara, Hashta, Tanur Gufa, the Rav Yudah, Lo'avim, Mano, Shvarim, Ibai, if Rav Yudah holds that the oven itself is not called a Kheli, unless it's attached firmly to the ground, so Shvarim, Ibai, did he have to teach me a Kheli with a broken oven? That's Pashay, so why did Rav Meir and Rav Yudah argue about a broken oven? Elam Ravashi, this is the third attempt for those who are keeping track. We had a Bayi first, we had a Rav a second, comes like Ravashi, Lo'elam Kedemar, Meikar, really as we thought in the beginning. Uba Oisem, Maisa Tifka, and the case is, and what was the question? The question was, was Me'in Malacha, Me'in Malachtan. So answers the Gemara now, answers Ravashi, that the shards of this oven could even be used. Me'in Malachtan, you could bake on them. How can you bake on them? You have a shard of an oven like this, and you can put the bread on top of it, put the fire underneath. Varameyer, Lidvar, of Rav Yudah Kamri. And Rameyer is talking back to Rav Yudah. Lididi says Rameyer, if you look at Me'in Malacha. I hold, says Rameyer, you do not have to do the broken item, does not have to do something similar to its original function. Therefore, says Rameyer, it's not Moksa. However, Amir responds back to Rabbi Yehuda. El didach, according to you, you should at least admit to me that you should admit that an oven is used to bake bread. This item is used similarly to bake bread, albeit in a different fashion, that an oven is a large thing that you stick the bread against the wall in there at times. And this is a broken piece of a shard that you put the bread on top of it, but you can cook with it, and that's your mayor's question on Rabbi Yehuda. What is Rabbi Yehuda? Hold Rabbi Yehuda like dami. Normal oven, the fire goes to the out. Uh, I'm sorry, normal oven, the fire goes to the inside. Over here, the fire goes to the outside. Hossam in a normal oven, it's standing, it's mumad, it's a standing oven. It used to stick the wall, bread on the sides of the wall. Hachalam Uda, that's the machlegs Rameir and Rabbi Huda. Again, Rameir does not muksa, Rabbi Huda is muksa, and now it is boiling down to what we originally thought that it does mean malachton. But the question here is is the broken piece of the oven that could, bur- be, br- could break bread on it? In a, in a minimal fashion, is that called Neem Lachton? And Rameir is answering back to Rav Yudah. Says the Gemara, two dots, six lines, five lines from the bottom. Hey, Rav Yudah, Mishra, Rav Lazim, and Yankov, Al-Shiri, Dano, Yashon, Shalil, Bashav, Zalkisu, Yashin, Zach, Beisavat, Isyad, and the covered oven does not need a handle, says the Gemara, and Ravina, Kamam, Taltini, Ema, Kisa, Tanura, Demas, Machasa, how do we move the open, the covering of the oven in Masa, Machasa, Yadin, Lebe, Zachis, doesn't have a handle, come on. Karvalazav and Yankov, like the Vinayaz and Yankov, that says that the cover of the oven does not need to have a handle. Says the mission on the bottom of the oven. Ha'evin shabikiru an oven, an oven, a stone that is in a gourd shell. Basically, you have a shell. These were things that used to draw water. They would stick the shell. It's like a cup, basically. They would stick the shell and they would drop it into the well and then they would put it up. But this shell would float. And the way to make it not float, they would take a stone, stick it inside the shell, and then it would weigh it down. And that's how they would draw water. If you're able to draw with this shell, with this, we'll just call it a bucket for primitive sakes, and you could do without the oven falling off, and the stone inside will not fall off, then we consider the stone one entity with this gourd shell, even though a stone is generally muksa, but since it won't fall off, you'll have to use it on Shabbos. But if the stone is going to fall off in the course of the usage of this item, then then you're not allowed to use it to fill up the 
to draw this bucket with it. Moving along, Tamid Beis, Zemaira, if you have a vine, Shikishura Bitafiach, let it tie it onto a pitcher. Similarly, to draw water, you let it draw water with it on Shabbos. Pekakachalon, the third case of window shutters, these were shutters that used to come off and go back on, like the olden day window shutters. Or if Lazar, it was actually kosher if it's tied, the Taluin hanging, Pike and buy, then you let it use it to close up the stuff up the window. Vem Lav, if not, Impike and buy, and this is the din of Baina, which we'll get to. You could use it either way. Says the Gemara Tanan, awesome, we learned over there. A very important Mishnah, which we'll see. We have an Evan that is sitting, coming up. Well, not so soon, about two, three weeks. You have an Evan of stone that is sitting on top of a barrel. You have a stone in a barrel, and you have your wine in there. You gotta make kids, you gotta have wine on Shabbos. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna get the wine out of the barrel? Because you have a stone in there. Stone is moksa. Says this Mishnah, Mata al the vein of else. You take the barrel, you tilt it on the side, and then it will fall. Again, let's pretend this is your barrel. Here's your covering, and our mouse will be the stone. And how are you going to get it off? It is moksa. What are you going to Well, let's give a more normal case. This is a more normal case. Yeah, obviously, this is more normal. Now you want to get this off. What do you do? Mata al You tilt it on its side, and it falls off. Says the Gemara. Omar Rabba, Omar Ravami, Omar Rabbiichran. Important to keep track of the names over here. This is Rabba, name Ravami. This whole case is only when you forgot the stone on top of the barrel. But if you placed it there specifically, some concept that we have seen, and makes it a bosses, and then you're not even allowed to tilt it off. Because then the barrel, the rules of bosses are that the barrel can pretend this is a rock, and therefore it's a bosses of Aser. And therefore the rock, I'm sorry, the rock, I'm sorry, is a Muksa Machs Gufai, the highest level Muksa. And if you pur- purposely place it and have a barrel, then the barrel will get the same status and you will not even be allowed to tilt it off. That is what Rabbah said in the name of Ami, in the name of Yechlan. Rav Yosef, Amar Rav Asi, Amar Rav Yechlan. Again, everyone is talking the name of Rav Yechlan. One is Rabbah, one is Rav Yosef, one is Rav Ami, one is Rav Asi. Loishanu Ella Bishaycheach. It's only if you forgot it there. Avomeniach, the exact opposite. Nasaki, so if you place it there purposely, says Ravasi, Ravasi, then what? Then it is not mux at all. Then it gets the din of the cover of the barrel, and then you let him move it freely. So now we have to go into this din. So Rabba, who is the first name? Rabba, who is the one that's only if you forgot it, but if you place it there purposely, it's Muxa Gomer. Says, and we asked on our din, the case of the Mishnah. You have a stone inside that gourd, in that, in that bucket that you're drawing with. What did the Mishnah say? You can use it, it doesn't fall off. Then you're allowed. Then you're allowed to. So, so, meaning, so what's the question? The question is, so we see clearly in the Mishnah that if it's not going to fall off, you're allowed to use it. So why over here in this Bryce does it seemingly say that if you place it there specifically, it becomes Muksa? And Rabbi answers, in the case of the Mishnah, it's attached. Obviously, how else the stone's not going to fall off? So the stone is attached to this gourd shell, attached to this bucket, it's considered like the wall of this bucket, of this gourd, and that's where you're allowed to draw with it. That is Rabbi, the way he explains. Who's the second opinion? And we asked on our reasoning. Imlav, what did the Mishnah say? And if the if the rock falls off of this gourd, Imlav, in the Malamba, then you're not allowed to fill with it. So what's the question? He's now a question on him. So we see over here that if the rock falls off, but what did Rav Yosef say? Rav Yosef, if you put it there with Kavana, it's going to create a, a cover and it's going to be allowed to be moved. Doesn't say anything about whether it's going to fall off or not. Vlahi, awesome, keep the exact opposite, since it's not attached, but to Allah, it's going to be Allah.
Meaning, in our case, since it's not attached, that's the reason why it's going to be batla, and, the, and therefore it's going to get the din of the covering. Says Gemara, Michael Mifli, what is the machlekes? The question is, how do we create something muksa into being non muksa? A very fundamental question. You have a rock and you want to make it not a rock. You want to make it a doorstop or you want to make it a decorative rock. How do you make something into non muksa? Says the Gemara, one holds you need a maisa, you need an action to it, one holds you don't need. And everyone's going according to the reasoning. And he saw a row of stones. Go and contemplate, go and think about those stones. So that tomorrow we can sit on those stones. We're going to give shear, and that's going to be our shul. We want to sit on those stones. Rabbi did not require them to do an act. He had to do an act. Rav Yechlan. Again, who are the people that we just spoke about? It was Robert, Rav Yosef, Rav Amir, Vasi. B'shem Rav Yechlan. So Rav Yechlan argues in Rabbi, and Rav Yechlan says, you yes need to do a Maisa. Uh, what was the action that they required? So now this is a Maklaikis, Rav Ami and Rav Asi. At what level of action you need? Rav Ami Go and arrange them, do an actual action with the item. That's similar to what Rav Ami said by us. That it's not going to be enough just merely leaving it there. It's not going to be enough just to clean it, as we'll see in a moment. Amrlu Ravasi, and we'll look at Rashi in one second. Rashi's going to speak this all out. Amrlu Ravasi, Ravasi argues, Amar, Sil Vishivshifam, go and clean them. Let's look at Rashi. We have one moment over here. What does Rashi say? Rashi says, Sil Vilimdam. So we don't have to touch them tomorrow. Here's the important words at the end of Rashi. Ravashi goes according to his reasoning. And Evan, what did Ravami hold? Ravami was the first opinion. What did he say? That if you forgot your stone on top of the barrel, then you could knock it off. If you placed it there specifically, he said it is moksa. He did not say that the stone becomes a cover. Why? Because a mere act of placing is not enough to create something not muksa. So too in this case, what does Rav Ami require? He requires you to do sidram. He requires you actually do an action to the stone. Whereas what does Rav Asi hold? Rav Asi holds shif shifam. No! It's enough if you just brush them up, you clean off the stones. Because Rav Asi is of the opinion, like we saw a moment ago, that if you take the stone, you put it on top of the barrel, and you want it to be there, then it becomes the covering of the barrel. It creates it into a clean. He requires a lower level, and that is what everyone is letaymei. Says the Gemara, Itmar of Yisven Shal Amar, Tsayr Shal Kairis, a stack of beams. Have it was in rocks, it was beams. Rav Yechlam and Shalom are Geshush al Sfina. Geshush sounds familiar. Remember the Geshushi? Those are the pokers. That's the thing at the end of the boat, that big long stick they used to poke to see if there's rocks for the boat. That's what we're talking about, Tave. Mandam or Geshush, Koshkin Sire. If you hold that this case was this Geshush's pole, which you are mocked on, certainly on the stack of beams, it will be okay to do either to arrange them or to brush them off. Mandam or Sire, Abu Geshushi, it's not necessarily going to be true. Why? Because Kapit Alehu. Says the Gemara, we're going to finish off with this. Zemaira Shikashura. What are the Mishnah continued. The Mishnah said, if you have a vine that you tie onto this pail, and they said the Mishnah, you're allowed to then draw water with it. That's Mark Shura in like Shura Lai. Obvious implication if it's tied onto the pail, then you're allowed to draw with it. If it's not tied on, you're not allowed to draw with it. Says Mark Lema, it's like Rosh Hashem It's not like Rosh Hashem and Gamliel. Tanim went to the Raisa. Chari Yishal Dekar Shagidron Leitim. We have these branches of the Dekal tree which are harvested that you gather them together, Leitim for firewood. Firewood meaning they're Moksa. And then you 
change your mind, you want to sit at them. Sarich Likasher, you have to tie them up, you have to do a maisa to these beams in order to make them not in firewood, in order to make them into a chair. Rav Shimon Gamliel Lamer ain't Sarich Likasher, no, you don't have to tie them up. So seemingly Rav Shimon Gamliel does not require a maisa to the actual item, and our Mishnah by the Zemayr, by the vine, required you to yes tie it up. So our Mishnah is like Rav Shimon Gamliel. Says the Gemara, 10 lines to the bottom, I'm Rav Shisha, if you think Rav Shimon Gamliel, that it's attached to the larger vine, and that is the reason why in our Mishnah we require it more, you have to tie it up. Says more one second, if, attached, if this vine that you're using is attached to the tree, you're using something attached to the ground, that is an Isra on Shabbos. You're not allowed to move things that are attached to the ground. Says Gemara, very important rule, it's under three Tfachim, things under three Tfachim are not a problem moving them, the issue is the moving trees and whatnot. Rav we can even say he's talking about something that is detached, in the case of Mishnah, we're more machmir, more stringent, and we require you to tie it. Even though Shemim Gamliel generally does not require you to tie it, because in our Mishnah, we're afraid you might come to Yik time to cut it off, which will make it makabapatish, that you're cutting to specific size, and therefore we're more concerned, and therefore we make you tie it. We'll pick it up from the Pekat Chaloin.